wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Are we waking in a bacon finally around here, Scotty? Yeah, there's no more bacon, man. I'm waking in yogurt these days, dude. I'm changing. <laughs> oh, really? You're not. You're not. You're, you're not on the flour anymore. What's going on? What's What's that? Oh, you said you're not baking anymore. You're talking about baking in the kitchen. I got gotcha. you. Deal, deal. You get me, man. We get each other. I was man. like, we damn, Scotty put token too, huh? No, fuck no. When I die. <laughs> Uh, all right, getting into it, guys. Getting into the swing of things here with uh, Wake and Bake America. First off, let's do an executive producer here, man, yeah. uh, for Curly. I got Curly, man. Real DGC um, because Curly just picked up a membership for a year, got his DGC one hitter, two packs of DGC rolling papers, um, and he did that over. It's actually, that's still over on gardeningu.com for 125 And Curly, I appreciate it, man. I'd like to smoke a J in those rolling papers when you get them. So, yeah, and then we're going to get in. We might as well do that right now, Scott, real quick. Beginning of the show here, we are changing things a little bit, pushing harder. You've heard us do it before um, with dudegrows.com forward slash value and membership. Um, with I early was with put that. in charge of membership today, man. They gave me my own department. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to work with me on that, do they? <laughs> uh, like, okay, it's all you. We'll tell him well, what is, you know, for Curly now, he's got a membership to the site. Um, there will be, Scotty, you're working on some um, content called Scotty Stash. We're going to talk yeah. about that coming up in the show. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of content that, uh, that I'm going to throw into the member section. I was wondering what to do with it. I was trying to learn social media a little bit. The hell with it, man. I'm going to throw it right, right in the member section and hang out there with my friends. You friend. cannot learn social media. It's not learnable. You it's always learn. changing. <laughs> you know, I'll talk you, about it. What's can, up? You can if you have a, a good group of friends. I mean, there's a lot of people that use Facebook as a tool or, or you know, social media as a tool to get a group of friends. And they use their, those communication tools, which are really powerful. Man, you go back uh, 20 years ago. My mom thought I was really cool because I'll go 30 years ago because I could use the three-way calling. You know what I mean? Because I could figure out how to get three, two people on a call at once. <laughs> She was like, whoa, my son's you know, technologically you know, advanced. You used to have to pay a lot for that. Yeah, you know, so think <laughs> of where we've come and think about all the, the communication tools we have. That's why I shake my head and get kind of sad sometimes at, uh, at what we do with them. You know, But yeah, there's yeah. some really great stuff we can do with this. So I've got all this inspiration lately. I've been learning really good information, and I'm going to uh, uh, try to put it all down someplace. And so place I think I put it all down is in the members section over at uh with a Scotty stash. Cool. Yeah, on top of that, uh, you know, Curly, you get to hook up on, uh, I think you're still doing like 30% off on recharge when you're a member. I am, um, and like When you do sign up for the year, we're throwing in that mountainside 20, as well as the burn packs, man. So gardening, the letter U.com, as well as dudegrows.com forward slash value. Now let's see what we're token on today. Yeah. You want to take it away? What do you got, man? What's in your breakfast bowl? Yeah, I've got some honey banana. I don't know, Guru, if you got, if you can uh, show some of this, but. With yogurt? 
<laughs> yeah, what's honey? I'm changing. Honey banana is, <laughs> I grew this strain maybe 2012, and it just grew these huge, giant colas, man. Just beautiful. Um, you can get, uh, you know, it will do, there's a couple varieties or a couple phenos that will donkey dick out, and uh, it's really cool, man. So I got a, a, about two or three different types of, uh, of honey I banana. We banned and, and I mean, it, it gets its name from the, like, really sweet uh, banana flavor that you get pretty much i've never had that flavor come from weed before yeah and, and you get it from this and it's i mean super sweet and banana and just delicious excuse me while i hit the bowl man <laughs> i was about to say i was about to grab my uh i got it here on my lead right when you were talking about all that i'm like hmm, i'm gonna grab the flower i have here which i've said <laughs> it before right. but again I'm, i got the zombie kush here uh, hook it up, Ramo hook up, much appreciated. And as I'm doing the, the smell test, the Terp smell test, if you, but actually I'm not doing this properly per learned up here in Canada, you're supposed to grind it to get yeah. the true Terp smell test. You need to grind your flower. Well, you see like, the way the beer guys do hops, right? They take them and they, they really, uh, work them, know, work them in between their fingers. Yeah, they sure do. Cause they're trying to get them terpenes out, man. So. That's what you do with anything, though. You see that, too. You know, I was at the nursery the other day, and I grabbed some, uh, I think it was sage, and I was like, oh, I love the smell. Rosemary, I think, maybe, actually. And you rub your rub it in your fingers, and mm, good stuff. But anyway, zombie kush is what I've been token on. Nice. Um, didn't notice a difference, man. I got some flour from the... Uh, um, dispensary here and it's kind of like a weird like back in the day in Colorado we call it like the backpack days like you could maybe go in with a backpack I'm not saying that they do this here I don't know right but it's definitely I kind of like seeing in a way what regulation and legalization brought to some dispensaries verse you know I go in there and I'm like hey man do you guys know your grower um, do you guys uh, you know do you know the inputs Do you guys know the nutrients or pest management any of that shit at all and I'm not saying everybody in bud tenders in Colorado know this fully. Some do, some don't. Um, but they wouldn't know Jack. I mean, basically, they're like, yeah, we got a grower. We got a couple growers. Depends on who's harvesting, you right. know, like – I was it's like, okay. It, that's cool that you say that, man, because it reminds me of that discussion uh, we, we had a couple weeks ago. We were talking about this, and um, I was listening to Dan Barber. Who, uh, he has a book out, Third Plate, and it's a uh, he's like this super high-end chef. And, man, does he grill the uh, uh, his his uh, what his suppliers and whatnot. He wants to know how, what these things have been fed, what the carrots have been fed, what the animals have been fed. Um, man, he, you know, All right, if, if I want to talk about it. Let me, let me get one more yeah. the because. I think you got that coming up, and I got some comments on it for sure. I just, uh, I just think it's a trip, man. And some people really is. go deep into it, you know? I had to uh, see what the DGC was hitting on, smoking on here, because this is a beautiful flower, so I don't want to forget it here. Lilac Diesel from Seas of Cheese. Sea of Cheese, now that's Primus, and that is a hell of an album, but Seas yeah, of Cheese. Um, dude's got a guru. Look at this flower, dude. What up? Uh, we have the heavy hitter Lilac Diesel, and she's a beauty, guys. Lilac Diesel, which is uh, SLH. What's SLH? Something haze? It's not SVSLH or whatever. I don't know, man. I, I was looking at, at one of these seeds here now post recently, and I was like, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. This is too well, this much. is right by well, Ethos. I believe it's Super Lemon Haze. Ah, there okay. you go. If I had to guess. That's why they call him the guru. Ethos Genetics, and he goes, seriously, guys, trikes on trites. Trikes, shout out to a Real Growers, Recharge, Radical Bags, Dragonfly Earth Medicine, oh, which man. should be a concert, not a nutrient no, or a band. Right. That, I, that's going to taste good, that Dragonfly <laughs> Earth Medicine. That's that, that's that natural stuff, man. They all in balance over there, man. 
alpha nutrients, a spectrum king, which is probably bringing those trikes on trikes. Um, and he goes, air and water, love the show. Peace out, man. You do a good job there. Very well. There's a couple Beautiful. more pictures down here I did not even see. Very pretty. So thanks, guys. He's getting these dank nugs up on dudegrows.com over on uh, just click on the latest. You can get your own dank nugs up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Man. Now we are moving onward to uh, the memes, dude. There were a couple good ones here. You pick both these memes. Um, this first one here, uh, if people don't get it, if they weren't listening, this is a picture of uh, Ramo in his garden. Um, and it says, stay tuned to see the dude get a case of Marijuana Monday. That's awesome, so, man. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to do it how Ramo style. Stay tuned to see the dude get a case. You know, he does everything loud and in your face, which is good. You know, he's, you know, he's I quite the character. What's that? I love Ramo, man. Ever since we met him that one day when he was just, we were like, who the fuck is this guy rolling just, well, first off, rolling out of a gallon bag. What were we at, like a concert or something? <laughs> he just had a gallon bag rolling joint after joint, man. I was like, this guy's pretty cool. We need to hang with him, man. Uh, if you guys don't know, a case of the marijuana monies is not a bad thing for me. I was just on the last one. If you check it out over on Urban Ramo, and I think Sean's review is y'all got pretty high, man. I could tell. Yeah, man. I wish I was there. I would have covered you, brother. Would have covered you. I would have taken you. Would have covered man. <laughs> we'll get it going on. What else you got here in memes? This was interesting, man. Hey, don't worry, man. I love your memes, man. He's been doing really good lately. But uh, check this out. This is uh, it's the, with the trailer park boys, <laughs> and he's got this giant truncheon between. Ricky's got this giant truncheon between his legs. It says the PAC, the pH of the universe is off. Stand back, boys. And uh, that's, uh, I wasn't sure if he was uh, making fun of my, I just posted a 10-minute rant on CO2 in the members section over the weekend. Um, man, I was just sitting there reading a book about CO2 and how, how it acidifies the oceans and whatnot. As the CO2 raises, it acidifies the oceans and causes the plankton to die off, which make your oxygen. And I was like, wow, that's fucking interesting. But I guess, Noah, man, are you busting my balls here? Is that what's going on, man? I don't it's know. funny. It's I remember. funny anyway. I love it. Love you, man. We're looking at. Ricky, and I remember his name, no problem. And next to him, one of my favorite characters, J-Rock. What up, J-Rock? Um, what's the other guy's Julian. name in the, the trailer it's park? Julian, boys in this picture? There we go, Julian. Yeah. You had like a Julian friend in South Florida, maybe. Something he, like he's that. coming to visit, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he might be working for us, okay? We need a minister of security over here, all right? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Although I don't think he always has a... Uh, what is what is Julian got a, a Coke and whiskey or something in his yeah, hand all the time? Yeah, whiskey and Coke always in his hand. All right. Uh, <laughs> before we get it. into what's going on, I am going to tell Guru. I was going to put you to a little test here. Uh, Rapid LED sponsor of the show, supporter of the show. Uh, definitely, you guys should check out Rapid LED. Grow Mouse has been working with them over there. I found a product here, the Chilled Logic 100 Watt Puck. Wow. Um, yeah, so this thing looks cool. I mean, can you break this thing down a little bit, Guru, as yeah, far as, uh, is this like the newest tech or? As far as I, I know, it's it's a, a, a combo of the super fair, hyper-efficient Samsung diodes, uh, okay. adding in some 630 and 660 red for like the proper red shift for flower and to just target those uh, those those phyto uh, those photosynthesis sites too so yeah Dude, they got no, the distance from canopy awesome puck and and i think that they have kits for everything from a one by one to a five by five for those just ranging yeah. in prices so i mean it, that those things are awesome 
I'm on their site man. here and it says, uh, which I'm not too surprised. Keep in mind, people like to get sometimes when they're micro grows thinking on these. This, These are intense LEDs. They want an 18 inch distance uh, from the canopy. And like you said, they list out all the spaces here. Four, two by four, four by four, five by five, the drivers you'll need, the pucks you'll need. So I encourage you guys, man. It's not like it used to be building LEDs. Um, you can do it with simple, like two tools, no soldering, clips of shit together. Um, and use coupon code DUDE over at rapidled.com and uh, feel good doing it. Help support yeah. the show. Man, this reminds me of Puck. Remember Puck? Was he from Jackass? Remember that guy? Um, Real World was his. How dare you <laughs> what? mix up Jackass? on Jackass, Puck. And Real world. world. Hang on a second. I've never seen the Real World. It doesn't make no sense, man. Ooh, yeah, they, they should... Someone's lying through his teeth over there. <laughs> All okay. right, let me get over to uh, what is growing on, Scotty. Uh, cool. Super Lemonade, man, from Super Lemonade, which must be pretty damn good lemonade. Yeah, because regular <laughs> lemonade is pretty good, man. You know? Um, he uh, he just chimed in, sent in a, an email, actually, and right. said, Scotty. I'm just going to smoke a bong hit and listen, man. You talk to yes. me, man. Tell me This smoke. is like a Dear Scotty. <laughs> dear Scotty, sorry to hear about your little health hiccup. Glad you're going to be growing some CBD to help. I know it's a little out there, but don't disc- discount um, the idea, idea of psilocybin mushrooms either. I'm on commands even right a, now, man. Even a small dose sometimes help click things back into place for oh, people. Oh, small dose. I know some people it helps clear migraines for months, but growing some quality CBD and having that daily will help for sure. Yeah, the right and, amount uh, of psychedelics make me feel like a winner. Think you can, you can walk around the Red Rocks parking lot and be like, "I got thirty-five dollars for a very expensive chocolate bar," and you'll probably find something. <laughs> Might do the trick. Yeah, but hey, hey, not in all. I've fine got games from please. the nineties I could dust off if I needed to, man. All right. Psychedelics are making headway, man. As far as in the realm of trying to be decriminalized, I know in Denver, Colorado, um, and out in California, and the, the less they're—I mean, it's it's fun. Sure, I, I don't mind looking at them as. I remember that funny trip or whatever, but it, it's totally cool to see what's coming out of them with medicinal effects. Sure. So, Wait, no, uh, I mean, there, there were a lot of studies, especially on LSD in the early 60s, where it was in therapeutic settings with uh, psychiatrists administering it. Mm-hmm. It was showing uh, like extraordinary promise at curing anything from like depression, addiction, PTSD, used properly in a therapeutic setting. It was it was able to do all of those things just because the act of tripping, it gets down into your subconscious and it for people that have addiction problems, it helps to treat the root cause why they're an addict, not just get them to stop taking whatever substance they're on, which is really cool. And I mean, it, it's been scheduled one for so long, they need to allow more research on it so that we can actually start to figure out what these things are doing. It really helped me get through the Lollapaloozas. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> All right. So moving on, I want to uh, – actually, Super Lemonade is Canadian DGC. Um, he's going to be hooking a brother <laughs> up, which just reminded me. I didn't know – up here, you can mail weed all over the place because for awesome. people that get a, a, have a prescription, like all the, the producers, like it's mailed everywhere. And I was told that they used to try <laughs> and intercept a little bit or check things out, but it was happening so in, so frequently. It just completely hicked up, hiccup the system and the post offices and everybody's like, look, screw it. So like everybody mails stuff to everybody. No, no second thoughts, which I absolutely do love that. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just thought you'd find that interesting. At, uh, and some of you DGC that have chimed in, I much appreciate it, man. We got some stuff in the works um, to help me out. I, like I said, my dispensary experience wasn't 
awesome. I wasn't totally unpleasing, but I just, I'm just so paranoid, man, about smoking other people's stuff if they can't tell me anything about it. So, dude, you can mail up to five pounds in the United States if it ships, it fits, man. How about that? Huh? <laughs> Take that. What dude, you got? You just got to be careful. Are... <laughs> you should. You you might want to send more than that because I've heard they might be looking for three to five pound packages. Oh man, that's that's that's, not, that's so go awesome. big or go home. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're gonna if you're gonna risk it, risk. Oh, it's good stuff. Make, make man. your your risk worth it. All right, not in Canada. It's all good. What do you Allegedly. got? What do you got, Scotty? On I don't your know much, man. Hey, dude, I remember I told you I was. I'm, I'm going to bore you, man. It's not about weed, but I've been. I remember I told you I've been working on my diet since I've been uh, have not yeah. been feeling well, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. So I've been. Uh, okay, remember that Dan Barber third plate book that I read? Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I haven't oh, read it. Remember I was, the, I was, yeah, I was like, into it. it for weeks and weeks. I would talk about it. Eat, and, and Michael Pollan has the same thing. It turns out it can be fairly simple, man. I try to make it really simple. Eat mostly plants, little little bit of uh, meat or protein, and eat whole foods. And that's what I've been trying to do, man. So I went to the, uh, I just went to the, I couldn't, can't afford to go to Whole Foods yet, man. All right. Went to a regular grocery store. And uh, it is kind of funny, man. It's like absolutely just like Americans. You know, and Americans, what do you do, man? You got to put your, you know, all makeup on your face and you're, you know, everybody looks at each other in the face. So you, you always try to make a good impression like that. You know, girls make themselves up and everybody tries to make themselves look good. Um, and that's like when you first, when you walk into the store, man, like the produce department is right there and everything's smelling good. Maybe the bakery is right there. And then you look down, you go to the middle of the store and it's like looking at somebody's big giant belly, you know, the middle of their body, <laughs> the big belly. There's all this weird ass fucking fake food man and it just uh, man it gets me now that i've read these books no like, wait what do you consider fake food what what what's the definition for uh, you for processed food? food food that doesn't uh look like what it was grown as so something that's made with corn or soy um as as a main ingredient uh yeah and that's turns out man there's a lot it's i think they were saying 60 what was it something like 63 percent of the american diet is made up of corn or soy it was crazy, man. So I don't think there's anything wrong. So if I'm eating a, uh, like a, for my definition, for just the conversation, sure. processed food doesn't mean necessarily bad to me. Processed per your definition. So if I'm having a packaged granola bar with no preservatives, and just it's just grains stuck together with some honey or whatever. Yeah, that's so, pro- is that processed? But you just said a couple things in there because no, those are they're whole whole grains, right? So it's not something that's. Uh, if you can, I, I think ancient you, old gangs, bro. I think if you can recognize what it is, you know, if it's something that's been ground down, and then how has it been grown? Like they were talking in, in one of these books I was I was watching or listening to, watching one of these books I was listening to. They were talking about how they really don't have any uh, pesticide testing, or there's a, a huge lack in pesticide testing with like uh, wheat and and all the uh, corn rather. So you can have. You know, when they have all these products that are made out of field corn, they're made out of, they're loaded with pesticides. And it's kind of like, hey, if you want to get reelected, you don't go and, uh, and push for pesticide testing in North Dakota. You know, you're not gonna, yeah. you're not going to get reelected if you do. But you also have well, to let me look, ask, look at go ahead, that is, I mean, there's a lot of corn and soy grown for a lot of different reasons. That's, not all of them are food crops. You know, Actually, vast majority of them 
are not food crops. Check it out. I got it right here. It's cool that you say that because um, the guy was one of the farmers they were talking to. He's like, I don't say we're exactly feeding the world here. And he breaks it down. He goes, about 40% of my, my field corn goes into animal feed, which eventually becomes food, you know, American people food because, you know, Americans are used to, you know, giant steak on. <laughs> I'm just saying that because this guy is, was talking about having a different menu where it's, he's not saying you have to be a total vegetarian, but eat some meat with a, a whole bunch your veggies you know the veggies are a whole bunch easier to grow and regenerate and take a whole bunch less energy to make anyway he's saying 40 percent goes to animal feed dude this was a trip 30 percent of the dent corn or the field corn you see out there goes into ethanol fuel and i was thinking about that i'm like you're right man dude when you go look 10 percent of this fuel is is ethanol you know at every pump it's a lot of fucking ethanol man 15 percent gets exported 15% get, goes into a food, and, and a lot of that, I think they said 11% of that high fructose corn syrup, man. So it's almost all just going to being made into corn syrup because sugar's profitable as hell. And uh, they said like 5% goes into things like those new plastics because they're always trying to find new shit to do with their corn to make it profitable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I love them. They're good businessmen. Uh, I'm not to Except it should be hemp. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it should be regenerative. I was listening to where they were talking about, we always think of like in, in the, you know, in, in Japan, you think of them as a rice culture. And they were like, they use rice half the year and then they do buckwheat the other half of the year as a crop rotation because you can't do the same monocrop all year, you know, every year or every, all, all season, season after season because it just wears out the soil. And that's you what gotta, we're doing. Unless, unless Monsanto rep can help you out, man. You know, unless he's going to get you reelected, and maybe you listen to him. So you're having. Are, are, I get all this. Uh-huh. So back to your diet. And so then, are you having? Are you having issues with like? Is it because you're saying there's not enough of the store available for what you want? No, I just or, think it's, no. I think it's funny. I spend money. I think I spent 188 bucks on about four or five days worth of groceries. But I've been eating uh, a bunch of of organic produce. I've been eating a bunch of. Uh, and I make my own ramen noodles. I got some, I bought some good ramen noodles, and then I just take a little bit of protein in there, you know, a little bit of, of uh, chicken or something like that. I'll cut up, and mostly vegetables. And God damn, do I feel good? <coughs> I think you might be on, this yeah, thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the one for me, and this will just naturally um, <coughs> force you to get into different things or not buy things that you don't want to buy when you're changing your diet is take out the preservatives right off yes. the bat of everything. Yes. And that'll eliminate it's a lot amazing of the, the how pro- many how many preservatives are, are loaded and you go and buy a granola. That's what I was talking about. You talk about your granola bars. We think we're doing good eating a granola bar and you go look at it's loaded with preservatives and then the, the uh, you know, the, the corn syrup that is, is on top of, a, of it is loaded with uh, chemicals and whatnot and it's just, it's nasty. It's not clean food. It's presented as clean food. Are you, so then are you 100% sure that all this pesticides come through into the corn syrup? That's the final product? I'm, you know, no, I'm not because they don't require testing because the politicians have made it so we don't get it tested. Uh, it's amazing the huge holes in. in oh, the- oh, the corn, the corn coming off gets tested for residual pesticides and stuff like that. It's just the numbers that they're allowed to have are all fucked up. Jesus, man. that's that's the problem. It gets tested. They're just allowed to have all that stuff, which is the problem to begin with. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, you're going to see it's, in it's, it. A diet change is a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm noticing coming here with. 
Canada and having to, you know, shop at three or four different places. There's a lot of good whole foods here. There's a lot of good produce here right. where I'm at in, in BC. But then when you start buying things that you're not used to, you know, if you're used to buying whatever and there's preservatives, you don't have to go to the store even as much because your shit has preservatives. You're like, oh, this is good for, damn, this is good for a while. This will still be good for another three weeks. And when you buy shit that isn't, it does not stay good as long because it's not supposed to. You're supposed sure. to consume it, and you do have to work a little harder and go out more. So It's supposed yeah, I mean, to it, decompose. It's supposed to quickly decompose, <laughs> hopefully in your gut, and you get the nutrient out of it. If you let it decompose in the air and, and you know, in the nutrient, you know, uh, you, know you don't get any nutrition out of it. That's a little bit different. But, yeah, we're supposed to have foods that quickly decompose so we get nutrition out of them. Have you seen what happens if you leave a McDouble sitting out for, like, two months? I've done it. It's gross. Done it, it's and the, it gets it's hard. It's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. It doesn't mold. It doesn't do anything. No, it just gets it hard. It just gets hard. <laughs> yes. But it, 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 it's almost like you could reconstitute it with some hot water, and it would probably be like almost the same thing. Have you put out another burger next to it to compare? You got to do the, uh, you know, the comparisons. Yeah. I mean, the other what's there in the environment to break it down? It's supposed to go on your stomach. Right? I don't think I'm spending more than $2 on this experiment, man. Yeah, but <laughs> it's loaded with preservatives because McDonald's doesn't want to have to ship burgers every day or make burgers every day. Yeah. Yeah. Not true. You true. Know, true. Have, anyway, Hey, this is some of the hey. random shit that I'm putting down in the, in, in the, uh, what is it called? Scotty stash. This is over in Scotty okay. stash. Some of this stuff, man, I was, Ranting about CO2. I was talking about that. I got dude and guru to sit down and do a couple uh, segments with me. Man, what we talk about, big alcohol coming into, uh, in, in, into cannabis was an interesting one, I thought. Me and guru talked about some pesticide regulation stuff. So uh, if you're interested in any of this or you want to check it out and you're already a real DGC member, uh, just go on over, make sure you can log in, get all, get all that situated, but come join the conversation. I would really like to uh, get these conversations going. Uh, the best of, of the content over there, I'd like to pull on over to the Dude Grow Show and uh, yeah, involve the dude and guru and get everybody going. The best of, yeah, no, I'm totally down. I'm yeah, excited. Man to check out your stash. And this is where you mentioned you have some place to put a bunch of stuff that's on your mind. I won't say too much because we've got to have a lot of stuff on your mind, but somewhere else it doesn't always make the show. Yeah, that's definitely. For sure. I or else I'd get tired of talking for sure. I can definitely <laughs> tell I can tire folks out. So <laughs> this is a spot where I can talk to the camera a little bit. Take it into the cannabis calendar, sir. <laughs> Deal, man. Hey, you know, as far as the cannabis calendar goes, everybody, a couple of days ago, everybody was going to Canacon in Boston, which is something kind of new. I was, I follow James Bean. I think this was on Facebook because that's, that's where I hang out is on Facebook. I'm old. But he <laughs> did a post from, I think it was, what, what's the Logan Airport or something? Interrogation room, TSA interrogation room number four. I was like, okay. man, that must suck, dude, just showing up at the airport and getting interrogated, you know? But I guess when you're a famous seed dealer, that's what happens, man. Uh, yeah, I already had issue before a little bit. I don't I don't know all the, uh, I, I guess if you're on a TSA known list or I, I, I was going to say there is such a thing, but there is such a thing. Oh, yeah, watch this, <laughs> they call it, absolutely. So, but a uh, little bit of a hassle, man. That's why we got to normalize. It should be no difference than a pack of tomato seeds, please. And that's why also you got to say respect to guys like James Bean. As a matter of fact, we, I, it'll come up in, in a, uh, a YouTube comment coming up. But guys that are going and putting their asses on the line and taking, there's a lot of harassment that people are, are taking right now for being the innovators and the early adopters in this cannabis uh, scene. So let's show them some respect and some love. 
Yeah, I got to get back a hold of him, man. We're going to do, trying to do this, I'm, I'm kind of getting into the groove of, uh, I'm calling it the the overgrow, man, where we're going to get some seeds, uh, some CBD strains. Oh, I I've dare been talking you to about, make this happen, we talk, man. Come on. What, what's that? I, I dare you to make this happen, man. Come on. I dare so, you. So, yeah, we're. We, we, we talked about on the show, which we have a comment on here in a minute about, you know, growing CBD strains like wherever on your porch in Oklahoma or mm-hmm. somewhere in prohibition land because it's completely legal to do so. And that these strains all test below 0.3, no matter how long they are grown or whatever. Or how, right. And they look just like a cannabis plant, of course, with real buds, not just like a tall hemp stalk. And they look like, you know, the shit people get in trouble for or mm-hmm. get congratulated for, depending on what you, where you're at. <laughs> but um so I'm like, dude, we got to James Bean, I think, has a handful of these seeds that we're going to try and get the whole crew hooked up with uh, as far as hook up our members somehow and more to come. I'm going to call it like, you know, the DGC overgrow uh, and try and get a bunch of these seeds and just get them out to whoever, especially in states where, you know, you just want to grow. I didn't grow one of these in your indoor grow if you got a spot, man. Um, I love I, like the I, idea. I love ahead. the idea of growing them on your patio. And James Bean said he was down. We just have to work out the, the, the logistics yeah. of it. But said he was, they said he had like 50 something thousand of these things, was ready to just, he wanted to really change the way that people think about a cannabis plant. And I'm totally down with that. But do me a favor, read this comment from Native Nugs. Native Nugs 710. You tell me what yes. you think. I think he's right on here. He goes, Native Nug 710 put some perspective on this and goes, planting a CBD only strain on your front porch probably would not be that big of an issue in a legal state like Colorado. But in a state like Oklahoma, you're probably going to get woke up at 4 a.m. by the SWAT team, raiding your house, your children being taken away by DHS, mm-hmm. which is their uh, service, whatever, human services, and you'll pretty much be bonding yourself out of jail, hiring an attorney to get your children back, hiring a criminal defense attorney. You probably won't even be able to go home because of asset seizure, like them taking your house and car and stuff. Yep. And then they're going to misplace your evidence, and you're still going to be held financially responsible for everything. Yes. It's like, oh, that, shit. I, I believe that. And I just... Man, I, I was watching, I, I bummed Potsy, Potsy Weeder out a couple of days ago. We were watching This Is America, that new, what is it, the new Sasha Baron Cohen thing. And you just see how the government works, man, and how shady things are and how it's basically just a big fiefdom. Where, yeah, you just have to have the rich people bribe each other with it, man. I don't know if you see So the government works that we can't. We, we can't have our rights in this situation. I mean, it just really pissed me off, and I know what you're saying. Not everybody's, you know, straight straight as an arrow or whatever, but it's, I, I just truly don't I, – I do believe what Native Nugs is saying could happen, but it's how do we not make it happen as far as it's, you know, you can't just have you paperwork have to, for it or – Go to, ahead. You have to start where people, you know, in a liberal kind of place where you can actually win a case. And then once you win a case there, you expand outward, I would think. But I don't think you start and go into Bismarck, North Dakota. It needs to be like a movement, you know. Like you're saying, yeah, good idea. Like you're saying precedent, people that are willing to put up, you know, somebody that has a little bit of more, maybe more of a little bit of money. They're not worried about making a scene and they're trying to set the precedent case for this. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of money. And I mean, it's true. Like, I don't know if it would. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it will. And like I said, dude, hiring any kind of lawyer, taking anything to trial cost a lot um, not when we yeah, have but the attorney this, working pro bono this isn't cannabis that people are growing that test below 0.3 percent thc right this is hemp. hemp this is hemp sure so okay. hemp, hemp is legal to grow so everywhere oh so we're assuming that the cops aren't shady and lawyers aren't shady you've um, never seen the cops yeah, buy the, bumper sticker the, the burden of proof falls on them 
Gotcha. Uh, Scotty, I understand what you're saying. I'm just the the thing is the movement, the movement. Sure. Like that's how we we got to change it. We can't just accept that they're shady. You know, well, don't do it just because that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No, I think you do accept when when you negotiate with people. You think about who you're negotiating with, man, and you don't just think, oh, these are police. They're schoolboys. Everything will be fine. He's the district <laughs> attorney. He can't break any rules. Uh-uh, no, I man. hear you. I hear you. <laughs> You do have to remember those people and all these types of deals. But more will be coming on the DGC Overgrow. Yeah. I'm going to have a thing for it now. It's DGC Overgrow. Yeah. Because things like that, just to end it, Native Nugs, really pisses me off. I mean, that's, you know, it's totally unacceptable. And you're right, some shit could happen. But we're going to work on it. Big time. If you're an attorney listening, get in touch. Pro bono. Yeah. Isn't that, that's when they work for free, right? Pro bono. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. What do you got in the news, man? Cannabis news. Yeah, this was a trip. J.R. Token asked me if I would help him or if we would learn about the bees together. He says that I I need to know more about the bees. Are we talking about the birds and the bees? (laughs) No, the bees, the the dumb bees is what it sounds like, man. You always hear about the bees, uh, you know, the the pesticides hurting the bees and whatnot. And I really didn't know a ton about it. I know that the neonicotoid pesticides, uh, they thought that it caused colony collapse disorder. Oh, no, it, it caused. Yeah, okay. Colony collapse sure. disorder. And colony collapse disorder is one of those weird things where the colony just kind of falls apart. They don't really know what's going on. It's kind of like the bees just stop going home. You know, they stop acting like bees they and everything falls apart. Yeah. And so this uh, is pretty interesting. Who's this from? Who's this uh, study from? Pop, well, this is out of popular science. Um, popular but science. That's pretty Looks like Royal man. Holloway University in London. Okay, but it says pesticides are making bees dumber. And what it talks about is just the, the neonicotoid pesticides are actually uh, messing with their intelligence. And I was like, wow, that's that's interesting. And, and they said not only neonicotoids, though, they're, they're pointing at other pesticides as well. Obviously, neonicotoids was a heavy focus on sure. one for some time, but it's not, they're saying not just that. Don't think you can just spray other things and, you know, and not expect them to be affected as well in their behaviors. Yeah. You know, okay. So here, and it reminded me of, like I said, I fall asleep to these books every day. I'm trying to learn about my diet and whatnot. And they talked about it. And I think it was in that pharmacology book, that, that Daphne Miller book, they were talking about uh, how uh, it was ADHD. They were talking about uh, pesticide exposure is, they had there's a direct correlation of how much pesticides people are exposed to and how much uh, ADHD that their children have, specifically in males for some reason. I pulled up the, I pulled up the study here from uh, Cincinnati Children's Hospital. But a new study finds uh, links to commonly used household pesticides with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in children and younger teens. This is pyrethins? Yeah, these are pyrethins. which are everywhere, man. Well, a lot of it's about exposure levels and this stuff. I wanted to back up real quick and say, because you have good analogies, I thought you'd appreciate this one with the bees and all, you know, you're just spraying stuff around their working environment, basically, whether it's, like I said, it's neonicotoids or another pesticide. Sure. So I just analogy would be like, just... Uh, why don't we go to a super busy, like some Honda engine assembly plant, sure. which is now probably a lot robotic, but wherever there's a shit ton of little workers and then in the uh, ventilation system, like what? Man. 
you think like we should just do a 20% laughing gas mix or something and see how it affects the working colony there? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, even a 2%, <laughs> you know, let's get them started. They're a little slow, man. Let's see if any yeah. of them die first. No, but you this, know? this would be more like suffocate, having those people like slowly it's, suffocated. Oh, man. It's just sometimes why you, you need science, but like some of this, when you like reverse think it, man, that's just common sense. You're just spraying a straight up chemical in another, you know. Sure. It, uh, things insects working working area and you're talking about exposure to um the pyrethrins here pyrethroids right. sure the uh i was reading up on that too in the adhd and the it's i was saying it's about exposure um and this is mainly found in household insecticides right so people are taking some yeah. product i think bonide eight permethrins one of these we've talked about it way back in grow talk um and they use it around foundation they use it in the house yeah but i found out these things are everywhere like if when you go like all of our meat is made in these CAFOs, these concentrated animal feed operations think about how many bugs are there like in a cow that's sitting in his own poop you know or standing in his own poop so they go and they just have like these drench uh, you know like these uh, sprayers that spray this stuff on the animals all the time chickens cows whatever a chicken gets like i think one cubic foot to live in or something so that they're being constantly doused with these pyrethroids in in the uh while they're being grown so that's where you get exposed that that's where we're talking about residual levels i don't know that they test for that i'd have to know for more to comment in that industry of saying the animals are constantly they you painted are. a picture of me thinking of like a cow Walking through a sprinkler once a day of pyrethrin no, liquid pyrethrin. standing in his own in his own feces, probably about up to his his knees, and uh, and they get sprayed automatically. There's a sprayer that comes on every 12 minutes that sprays a, a see, weak pyrethroid mix. You're also making some assumptions here. Of course, you're man. assuming I'm not that going there to actually look. Or well, that that, and you're <laughs> assuming that all of these things once they get into a, a like a. Uh, and a mammal that they actually that, transfer that, that well yeah that it stays there and mm -hmm. it would have to be fat soluble to stay in the person sure to begin with so i mean you're making a lot of assumptions that those things are going to be there in the end product which is the meat of those animals yeah. but it's weird that a lot of kids have adhd well let's days, take it man. over to the they adhd never, they, they, they never hey, used to okay. bathe them in pyrethroids okay the the adhd thing i'm glad you're mentioning that the uptick in that is a guru doesn't believe in it here no, you no, go no, man no, i'm no. smoking no it, it, it's there it's there and it's measurable how much is really hard to tell because they've changed the diagnosing guidelines <laughs> For uh, almost all of these ADHD right. and autism spectrum disorder sure. and all that different stuff, they've changed the the guidelines for how they di diagnose that stuff so they can do it better. And there's just different stuff that they call stuff now. Yeah, yeah like more really people know. are coming on the spectrum because the guidelines have you know come, sure. become more wide. I can see that too, uh, Scotty. I was just saying with this. Uh, sometimes you got to think about people do misapply a lot of things with household chemicals, and then when you start to dig deeper. You can have, and I'm not saying it's not true. Uh, there's so many people that try to tie ADHD to so, like, oh, it's it's the it's color number red, uh, number four red food coloring yep. for sure. That's yeah, what it's it one guy it worked with at a grocery store thought it was a good idea to mix the bleach and the ammonia because it would clean double as good. Man, uh, he might have had ADHD. Yeah, but everybody that works in the beef industry and in the chicken industry thinks it's a good idea to absolutely maximize profits at all costs. And that means that they, if they douse something in chemicals because it gets a little bit more profitable and they say, hey, yo, look, I, I, I'm not a bad guy. You prove it to me. You, you prove without a, a shadow of a doubt that it's doing something bad and I'll change it. You know, And that's pretty hard to do, especially when it's super profitable to keep the status quo.
Yeah, you just have to yeah. find those three PBA biomarker exposures in kids and stuff, and then oh. you're good to go. It's, hey, they were talking about that. They can tell how much corn you eat. <laughs> it's in your hair. <laughs> they can just look at your hair, and you have biomarkers about the yeah. dent corn in your hair. It's creepy. You just, it just, it's just to not insult any of the good farmers out there, because you just said uh, everybody in the beef industry and chicken industry is out there to profit and make money, but that does yes. not mean everybody has these shitty practices. Ninety uh, percent of them do, and most of them are are really um, wish they didn't have to do what they're doing, but they're committed. They've got millions and millions of dollars invested in the infrastructure. It's not all that profitable, and if you go rogue and on your own, you end up losing your insurance. And then, therefore, you know, it becomes really dangerous. So they've got you by the balls here, man. They really do. The farmers are hardworking, good people. The system is broken. And it's broken from Washington to, you know, to, to, to the Monsanto reps, man. All righty. I will take your word for it. <laughs> I'm going to dare ask you days, what... Man. What is going on in social media here at hey, the end of the show? Yeah, you know what? I uh, I put up a question. I put up a, a, a little a little piece of our segment over on uh, on on Instagram, and I want to check this out once a week, man. I'm I'm gonna put up something like a little, little survey. So this one says, "Do you like the idea of big alcohol investing in the cannabis industry?" We were talking about it over on the member section. We took a minute of it. I threw it up on on the uh, Instagram. The Instagram. But, oh yeah, you got that video. Yeah. Uh, we are bullshitting. Yep, but yes, no, give me your comment. Best comments will be featured on the show. Something cool. new I'm trying, dude. Don't leave me alone for too long, you know? <laughs> All right, let's put it in the bag. Right, Do some shout-outs here, on, which don't on. forget, you can get yourself some shout-outs or become an executive producer over at dudeofcrows.com forward slash value. But right now we got the mad farmer. What up, man? We're going to get you hooked back up. I got to talk some growth. Medican man. Yeah. What is that? Little Big Kahuna and Johnny Snipes. <laughs> Crocodile OG and L&F Gardens. Yeah. What is that? Fin- fin- oh, Finesse Freak. I got you. I see what you're doing there. Joshua Steenslant. That's the kind of guy that grows the way I like, man. Hopkins 2801 and Scratch Hungry. All right. Stay higher, you know? <laughs> Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out of me Just look at how he's being paid.